I love you, Wesley, and if it's quite a red, I need you, Wesley, and if it's quite Wesley. Fucking Wesley Snips. Guys, we've made it in a way. It's Friday, which is a good thing. It's the end of the world, which is a bad thing. We have a weekend of biblical storms ahead of us, so you will need to be battening down the hatches. You'll need to cover your naked body in holy water. Uh, you'll need to invite round the local priest to suck any demons out of the end of your phallus, should you need that. Um, don't know how it works with the lasses. Um, I, yeah, I'd, look, that's up to you. Maybe the female priest comes round, scissors the demons out of you. It's not for me to say. But you're going to have to get, uh, you're going to need garlic to protect against vampires. Um, you're going to need uh, freedoms and liberties to protect against communists. You'll need neurofunk to protect against the marauding gangs of monster energy drinked up jump up DJs. You'll need whiskey. Look, some of that's gone. Woo-wee! Me and Jim were in here last night recording the first of a new season of Rankin Radio. Very exciting times. That will go up in about, uh, my estimation is, within uh, by half 11. Although, you know, I said yesterday that the T-shirts and stuff would be up within 15 minutes and it took an hour. So, you know, anyway, ignore time. Time is a construct of the white patriarchy so ignore all times throw your rolex in the bin put a bit of tape over your smartphone where the time is burn all clocks okay guys the end times are probably this weekend i think that we maybe only have another three days at most on planet earth um okay so i would just like to take this opportunity to thank everyone that i've ever met in my life um, be the experiences good or bad they've made me who I am and that's sort of fine I guess like I'm all right you know I could be better in some areas you know I some areas I'm okay in more or less I'm probably a net neutral you know and that I guess that's better than being being shit all across the board you know not to flex on anyone that is just dread a dreadful human being uh, I'm my position is that I'm sort of all right, you know, and so with that in mind, guys, I've got an hour of fucking really badly written tabloid news, really well written shoe throwers, and me just ranting about the end of the world. I love you all. Welcome to Coffee and Mames. Steady job and a couple extra potatoes. That's all I want. You're getting on. You're pushing thirty, Sluggy. You know it's time to think about getting some ambition. Well, I always figured I'd live a little bit longer without it. Don't forget, kid, that what you're trying to do here is to be bright and chipper and entertaining and, and intelligent and sort of glitzy, and that's funny and it's 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 kind of cool and it's interesting and it's edgy and all of that. It, it puts that facade of momentary charisma on you, and if you don't play that out, you actually fail. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Coffee and Memes on Threshold.fm, on YouTube, Twitch, and just streaming out of the bleeding eyes of your loved one as the rapture takes them up into the sky to dispose of their earthly bodies as if crisps under a fat bitch's ass. Yeah? Think about it, because it's going to happen. Right? Good. Um... Guys, how is everyone? Who's in the chart? Uh, Chode Rider is in the chart. Diz Dastardly is in the chart. Uh, Matic in the chart. Stin is in the chart. Real Akeem in the chart. Crash Test the chart. Matt Wright in the chart. Kipo in the chart. Um, Benage. Squidgy Beats. Daniel Hogg. Also in the chart. 
get in the chart, guys, on 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 the YouTube, uh, YouTube in the chart. Uh, Lemony Melon in the chart. Mindy chart. Pondy chart. Pondy floor. I've vomited Pondy floor from everything I've seen in the chart. Guys, what are we talking about today? Ducking hell. Moment vicious seagull snatches one day old defenseless duckling from its mum. God, look at that brutal bitch. Um, sorry, let me just get that up on the screen. Come on, champs. Oh, you bastard. So bastard seagull snatches duckling in cruel n- example of nature being a turtle birch. Nature, get in the chart, you botch. You, look, if you get in the chart, you botch, I'll give you a shout out for being a botch. Okay, good. Um, so, yeah, that's a thing. Um, tragic end, a man who wrongly is said to have been attacked by a bear dies from sepsis caused by horror, horrifying psoriasis wounds. So was that the deal? Like, okay, so we must, you must have all seen this dude. The original narrative was that he had been kind of kidnapped by a bear and sort of stored, stockpiled, I guess, in the bear's larder, back of the bear cave. Um, I feel like there's sort of, there must be a Larson cartoon about this. But, yeah, uh, and I mean, he is in a, uh, you've never really seen someone that's in that much of a state and is still alive. Pretty crazy footage. I don't know whether or not um, it'll show it on here. It's um, it's a rough watch. Anyway, Paul Lamb has died. Anyway, he didn't get attacked by a bear. Um, he's just very ill. But uh, yeah, real. Um, look at Jesus. Like he's still alive at this point. Oh, they blurred out his cock. Oh my God. Oh sweet Jesus. That oh man, that is a that that is rough. Look, that's what sim normally. Good God. Anyway, so for anyone who's just listening, imagine a sex doll, a blow up sex doll that has deflated, that all the air's come out of it and it's very grubby. Like it's suffered at the hands of a gangbang or something. Um and go away, what's this? I don't care. Stop. What's this? New Zealand police. Oh, they found some, found some gear, I imagine. Yeah, it's like a, de- a deflated sex doll that's been used as a for a bukkake party and then dragged through a hedge. That's kind of what it looks like. Oh, God. That's him normally. Looks like an um, upstanding member of society. False reports in Moscow claim that he'd been savaged by a bear and survived in the beast's den in Russia for a month drinking his own urine. However, it emerged uh, that the 41-year-old patient was suffering from a skin condition, chronic psoriasis, and became critically ill after he ignored his symptoms for months and failed to seek treatment. Now a senior medic at the Kazakh city of uh, Aktober, Aktobi, uh, has revealed the former oil worker has died from sepsis caused by a large infected wound. Sepsis, also known as blood poisoning, is a life-threatening response to an infection which caused damage to tissues and caused organs to fail. The man died on the 25th of July. Details were only released after his funeral. His death was caused by sepsis, a large infected wound. Yep. Also, he said, oh, God, man, that just, that is what I feel like after a festival, after Boomtown. That is, that's what happens when you go for like four nights at Boomtown. You think you're going to be fine. You think, oh, I'll just get on one of those IV drips afterwards and I'll be okay. Rough, man. A rough state of affairs. Um, Dear Deirdre, I had a one-night stand with my daughter-in-law, and now she's pregnant. Says the baby could be mine. Good work. We'll get get into that. (laughs) Um, School teacher fired after being outed as YouTube star Devo. Um, This is ridiculous. We'll get into this in a bit. Uh, This is completely outrageous. I'd feel super bad for him poor guy um this is just the insane fucking clown world that we live in at the moment uh woman found with six grams worth of meth inside her vagina denies it's hers all right okie dokie uh high court rules public servants can be sacked for criticizing aussie government on social media okay so australia is now china that's a bit of fun isn't it there <laughs> 
They're, they're taking their just-say-no approach to drugs. They're going to sack public servants for daring to criticise the government. Uh, this is almost certainly fine. I think this is all just totally fine. Um, okay, cool. Well, the iPad's not syncing up with anything, so that's great. Um, what have we got in terms of tunes? Tunes. This got this new break bit. Uh, a track called Noodle Bar by Bass, uh, either Bass Stripper or Bass Tripper. Make of it what you will. Could have that Jakes and Eni bit again. That was very nice. Uh, new Galaxy as well. And I did have a couple of other bits that the iPad's being a pain. New Digital, New Submarine, New Barbarics and Volatile Cycle, Hybris Remix. And I was going to play another bit of Bensley's album. So. A lot to get a lot to get on with there. Look, let's have um I tell you what, let's let's do this digital bit, because it's really it's unsurprisingly very good. Missing time. Talking about Tide Pods. Lost his Tide Pods, poor lad. Poor little lamb.
this is abducted by Digital. Digital's Is This a Dream remix. Come on, let's do this bloody, uh, uh, where is he? Poor Devo. Oh, boy. Devo, of course, um, featured, un- well, unwillingly, I chopped up some shots of Devo for that uh, jump-up charity advert that I did. Um, school teacher fired after being outed as YouTube star MC Devo. Primary school teacher has been fired from his job after being outed as viral comedy rapper MC Devo. Uh the Sun reports Christian Webb, whose alter ego was YouTube sensation MC Devo, was reportedly fired from Thorn King Edwards Primary School in Doncaster last December, uh, having been at the school for four years. However, the reason behind his dismissal has only just emerged. His past life as a foul-mouthed rapper, which began in the mid-2000s when he started making videos for YouTube. Webb, 36, told The Sun, it's not something I want to discuss. Uh, he went viral for rapping about such topics as drugs, sex with young girls, beating his partners uh, with lyrics like have a can of Kestrel and I'll kick my girlfriend's head in um, uh, fuck them while they're young and hold them down do it right um, one parent told the son everyone said he was brilliant but you wouldn't want Ali G as your kid's teacher well what if Ali G was a perfectly competent school teacher that had been doing an excellent job for the last four years Another said, kids don't realise it's meant to be a joke. Uh, Lab Bible contacted the school for comment. MC MC Devo, along with David Firth of Salad Fingers fame, took YouTube by storm as a comedic rap duo, rapping in a thick Doncaster accent uh, after about everything from drinking tinnies to crystal meth before going viral in 2007. So for anyone that doesn't know, I mean, the rap thing was kind of a bit that sort of came towards the end of it, really. Like, Devo was a character. It was a comedy show. Like, he was an actor acting as a character in a series of... Inter- it, on an internet show. Like, like he's not... Like, it's not like, oh, this is my rap career. Like, I'm doing, you know, this is me. These are my opinions. This is how I see the world. Like, he's playing a character of a a teenage yob. Like, a deeply unpleasant teenage yob. That's the character that he's playing. He's not. Like, he's obviously, he's a responsible school teacher now. Like, I've met him. Like, he did a show uh, in Brighton and was doing a very good job of um, being in character the whole time. Uh, until I got him to sign an autograph at the end. And I was like, oh, nice one, cheers for that, mate. He was like, yeah, no worries, mate. Thanks, I'm really glad you enjoyed the show. <laughs> like, the whole thing was, uh, like, it sort of started as a uh, a kind of, um, a hoax is the wrong thing, but, like, some people genuinely thought thought he was real, but, like, he wasn't, he was natural. He was also, he was, like, a tour manager as well and various other things. But, like, yeah, are we going to, so are we going to now start holding people who've played bad characters, bad guys in films or TV shows or something, that they what well, I then have to condone the things that that character does. And that means that if they want to go on to do something else in life, they have to... Like, if you play a, the character of a rapist in a film, does that mean you're saying that rape is okay? No, of course you're not. You're playing a character that does this. You're That's the magic of TV and cinema. Or that's the magic of art. That this it, is absolutely ridiculous. Um, MC Devo, along with David, blah blah blah, did salad fingers, yada yada. In an interview with Vice last year, Webb, uh, in a character, in character as MC Devo, discussed his comedy rap output of yesteryear and its satirical nature. The driving force when we started was just to make Dave laugh. When it moved to telly, yeah, it was on TV. It was on Channel Four. Him playing that character. Uh, and then maybe think, oh, right, this is big now. After he felt his success came from uh, the face, people didn't know whether or not Devo was real. Uh, and if if that had changed with modern day acts, he said, everyone's happy to accept uh, them two things, aren't they? They're not pissed off big shacks, not real. Uh, where at the time, 
I think people were thinking Devo was real, and it's because a bit of thing where they're asking, is this real or not? Uh, he used to really fuck people off if someone was like, oh, Devo isn't a joke, and then they found out it was. <laughs> no, everyone is quite happy to have Big Shaq and also feel the fact that he's actually Michael D. The rapper eventually took a step back, saying around 2008, 2009, I was thinking, this isn't what I should uh, should be. I'm pissed off. I'm not making what I want. Uh, I'm not making what I thought I'd be. Uh, so I took a step back because it pulled me into a world that I wasn't actually thinking about entering into. He added, I've not made actual millions, of course, uh, but I've done what's made me happy. So yeah, so then he goes on to have a nice, like, constructive, healthy, meaningful job as a school teacher, like, helping kids learn, like, in most, one of the most honourable professions out there. They're like, no, sorry, you acted as a bad character in a comedy show when you were, uh, like, in the, in the early noughties. Sorry, you're fired. It's fucking ridiculous. Like, it's not exactly, it, I mean, like, you understand if, like, someone, you know, as themselves, like, you know, on, on Twitter made, said a load of deeply unpleasant things, meaning them, like, and then they're teaching you, like, hey, you said all this stuff, you know, you would have to explain it. And then I guess if you've got enough parents rounding together on you, then the school's going to go, all right, sorry, look, we have to, we have to let you go. But, I mean, this is just, this is, this is completely absurd. So, someone it was, it said something good in the chat. It was like, when Andy Warhol said about the 15 minutes of fame, he didn't mention the fact that those 15 minutes were then going to dog you for the rest of your life as cultural norms change and what you've done becomes problematic. Absolutely ridiculous. Right, what, look, look, okay, let's lighten the mood a little bit here. Dear Deirdre, I had a one-night stand with my daughter-in-law and now she's pregnant and says the baby could be mine. Dear Deirdre, I had a right. Uh, Dear Deirdre, I had a one night stand with my daughter in law, and I'm so deeply in love with her that I've left my wife. Uh, but will we ever be together? I'm 46, and my wife is 45. Our daughter is 19, and our son is 26. Okay, if you're referring to um, as our daughter, that's a problem. The first time I brought this girl home, I was bowled over. She is 23 and stunningly beautiful. We welcomed her into our family. Uh, they got married last year and it was a great day. Wait, what's going on? Hold on. She and my son live with us. Oh, yeah, sorry, yeah. She and my son live with us and my wife got her a job at a supermarket where she works. We all went to my nephew's wedding a few months ago and stayed in a hotel from, from the Friday night. My daughter-in-law and I stayed drinking in the bar on the first night and after my wife and son went to bed. We went outside for a smoke uh, but sat in my car as it was chilly. I don't know why, but I leaned over to give her a kiss on the cheek, and she kissed my lips. Um, this is stupid. Why am I reading this? This is, um, I think the headline made it sound slightly more salacious than it actually is. I'm getting rid of that now. That's, go away. No, don't know that. No, no, no. Okay, fine. This is a bit more coffee and memes worthy. Woman found with six grand and, oh, six grand and meth. Not six grand's worth of meth. Six thousand dollars and meth inside her vagina, but denies it's hers. She's a good-looking gal. Uh, a woman has found uh, was found with a wrap of drugs and more than six grand uh, hidden in her vagina, but she's denied that it belongs to her. Ashley Beth Rolland uh, from Louisiana, United States, was searched by police on the 31st of July after her boyfriend, Eugene Dix, uh, accused her of stealing five grand from him. He claims that she had been staying with him for a week and had stolen the money while he was taking a shower. This bitch. Um... He told police that when he returned to his room, uh, Roland had left his apartment and the money was missing from his bedside table. And his meth was missing, but he didn't mention that. According to the Daily Mail, Roland eventually admitted to the theft and consented to a search in the interview with officers at West Monroe Police Department. It was during the consensual search by a female police officer that a wad of cash was found, totaling six grand and a wrap of methamphetamines hidden in her vagine. It's not clear where the extra thousand came from or who it belonged to, but it was made up of a combination of tens, fives, and one dollar bills. Despite admitting to the theft of the money, Roland denied ownership of the bag of meth and claimed that she didn't know how it had come to be concealed in her body. According to police documents, Roland doesn't appear to have offered an explanation how the drugs got lodged inside her, slipped and fell, I think is, would be a good one there. 
A 23-year-old was arrested and charged with theft and possession of narcotics. Reports state that she's still held in custody on Tuesday with her bond set at $8,000. So I don't know whether or not any of the US listeners want to sort of gang together, scrape up that eight grand, uh, and, and get her out. I don't know. She seems like a fun lass, although obviously don't leave anything that you can't afford to have nicked, not nailed down around her. But I think, uh, you know, she, she's obviously she's a good times gal. You know, she's just just getting it done in, in in a good time's way. Right, look, let's have this new break bit. It's called Past Door. just reminded me of Jerry Jackson Jerry Jackson <laughs> so presumably going by the standard of what's happened to um, Devo like I'd, I I wouldn't be able to, to train or be a teacher like the jokes that I've made on the show like that's that's off off limits for me now. Like, and I decided, no, I just really want to go and help kids. You know, I want to teach kids music. You know, off. No. Luckily, I hate children. Saturday Night Special no mistake this is Past North by Break Break and Kayo
Classy outro as well. I like it. Well done, guys. Here's what a lifetime of cocaine can do to your brain, according to Jeff Parsons of the Metro, one of my least favourite journalists. Uh, No shares on this one, Parsons. Not good, buddy. Not good. I hope you don't receive performance-related pay because you'd be getting you wouldn't be getting penny one for this. Cocaine, as the late great Robin Williams once put it, is God's way of telling you you're making too much money. <sighs> the highly addictive substance may make you feel good for a while, but new research has shown the horrendous damage long-term usage can cause to the brain. A report detailed in the British Medical Journal includes an MRI scan showing how the cocaine habit of a 45-year-old individual decimated the white matter inside his brain. White matter is the tissue containing nerve fibres that transmit signals around the brain. Scans were taken after the patient entered the emergency room in Mata D Hospital in the Maltese city of Sida. He was confused and displaying unusual behaviour patient was not cooperative, unable to perform simple tasks and was not following commands, uh, said Dr. Uh, Yelena uh, Abdilla, the doctor who treated him. According to the BMJ case report, the blood tests were normal, but the brain scan showed that his white matter had been eaten away. Urine tests confirmed the man had high quantities of cocaine in his system, leading doctors to diagnose him with cocaine-induced inflammatory... Okay, here we go. Uh, Luciencephalopathy It's a viral infection that destroys white matter and is caused by an immune deficiency stemming from, in this case, continued use of the drug. Although it's rare, it's often fatal. Okay. Uh, Despite the abuse the man's brain suffered, suffered, the story does have a happy ending. After a fortnight, the patient started to show clinical improvement with eventual transfer to a rehabilitation hospital. A year after his first presentation, the BMJ report that he's made a full recovery. Guys, there is hope yet. Doesn't matter how much gear you did in the noughties, you can still recover. Yes? Have you tried CBD oil? Yeah? Why don't they just get a big old freaking syringe full of CBD oil and just pump it directly into the brain? Surely that can't be a bad thing. And then come at it from both angles. Use that sort of pincer movement. Flank it from the rear with a CBD enema. Again, why does it fall to me to come up with all the good ideas? Imagine how good the world would be if everyone just listened to me. (laughs) The whole time. Did everything that I said. Only held opinions that I hold. Hated the things that I hate. Loved the things that I love. Oh, how good the world would be. Wow. Jesus, we'd have flying cars, we'd have solved world poverty, world hunger, climate change, all that. This probably never would have happened in the first place. Unbelievable. Anyway, um, Frankenstein human with woman's head stitched onto male torso found at Science Lab. A grim discovery at Biological Resource Center in Arizona, U.S., uh, included cooler of severed male genitals and buckets of heads, arms, and legs. Okay, so this is the people that we covered the other day with the story about the man who donated his mum's body to medical science and found that she'd just been strapped to a chair and blown up for lols. Um, So this is the same company, yeah? BRC, Biological Research Centre. They are just having a fucking field day. Jesus, who's this bugalug? Anyway. anyway, um, Go away. FBI agents found a sickening Frankenstein monster made from a woman's head sewn onto a male torso during a raid on a body donation centre. The creation was reportedly hanging on a wall in the Biological Resource Centre in Arizona, US, and was one of several horrific scenes witnessed by investigators. Agents also discovered a cooler filled with severed male genitals and buckets of heads, arms, and legs. Jesus, what kind of Jeffrey Dahmer shit were they getting up to? The facility used to pick up bodies from families for free, with many believing their loved ones would be used for scientific purposes. However, relatives are now suing them, claiming the bodies were not treated with respect and that they had been misled, a New York Post report suggests. (sighs) Yeah. 
former FBI agent, Mark, I don't know, Kainar, let's go with Kainar, said, personally observed various unsettling scenes, including male torsos with limbs and genitals removed, the body parts piled up on top of each other. The facility's been closed down. Okay, good. The now-closed facility was a private company which sold body parts for profit, uh, with prices ranging from two and a half grand for a whole body without shoulders or head. A whole body without shoulders or a head. Uh, or a head to 300 quid for a knee. Stephen Gore, owner of the Biological Research Centre, was handed a suspe- suspended one-year prison sentence for conducting an illegal business in 2015. Gore, who broke down in tears when he pleaded guilty, was ordered to pay 121 grand in compensation. Arizona has not yet implemented a law forcing body donation companies to have a licence to operate. Oh, my God! So, in Arizona, anyone can just set up a body donation company and just be like, give us your dead. Bring out your dead. With a fucking big trolley or something, going and piling them all up. You don't need a license. You can just, what, you just, what do you need? A fridge? Is that it? A fridge and a hacksaw. And you just be like, just doing the Lord's work. Just like, shop out a knee. 300 quid. I've got a whole torso here. Bring out your dead. Bring out your dead. For that money, though, seriously, you'd go Birkenhead pretty quick. You'd go out, you'd start with the grave robbing, get a nice fresh corpse from somewhere. You know, you got probably with like a knee each, an elbow each, the head, the you know, a foot, an ankle, a cuck. How much for how much just for the cuck? You you probably got best part of five grand there per body. Why would you not go out and rob graves? And then once you've robbed all the graves, you're gonna start killing people, aren't you? That's the natural progression of of the grave robber. It's gonna you're gonna start with the homeless first, with the down and outs, the forgotten people of society. Once you've you know once everyone's going, not a lot of homeless around anymore. God, so, so if, uh, what, I tell you, what these these uh you know these. These, these these liberal social policies, they sure are starting to work. No, been hacked up, sold, sold, sold their knees, sold his neck for 500 quid. Then suddenly it's, you know, kids are going missing, aren't they? Ooh, child's body worth a little bit more. Before you know it, you're the only one, you're the only one left. You've killed everyone. It's inevitable, isn't it? It's a disgrace. It's a disgrace. Right, what else have we got here? Noodle bar. Noodle bar. No, actually, I can do do you better than that. I think there's this new submarine track called Grunge. It's pretty weird. I like it. I'm a fan.
What are we thinking, Shoe Throw of the Week? I'm thinking it might have to be that Donny track. Jesus, it's off a whole album of Donny tracks. There's an audio remix of one of them. Grunge by Submarine. It's a naughty little roller. Yeah. A woman proudly boils dirty knickers in hotel room to clean them and people are sickened. She said her period had caught her by surprise and she'd not packed any spares. Well, listen, uh, buddy, um, have I got a business opportunity for you? <laughs> Look, there, there they are, stewing away, just lovely, brewing up a nice little menstrual tea. Got for all you thirsty panties fans out there. Um, when I start coffee and panties, uh, it's probably going to start that next week. <laughs> it's just me sampling different panty-based um <sighs> Items, I guess, food, foodstuffs, you know, um, just things made out of used patties. I, can't, I, can't, I, can't, I need to stop saying it. It makes me feel ill. A couple of years ago, disturbing urban legends started to circulate concerning the kettles you find in hotel rooms, specifically that people use them to wash dirty items of clothing, underwear in particular. A medical professional even weighed in, using a caution about the cleanliness of kettles and bacteria which dirty underwear introduce, calling it unbelievably irresponsible to a thing to do. But not everyone got the memo because one woman has broadcast her use of a hotel room kettle after her period caught her by surprise. She says, staying in a hotel. She's telling everyone about it. Staying in a hotel. That time of the month comes out of the blue. Forgot to pack knickers. So came up with a good way to wash them quickly. The hotel kettle. Quick, fast and hygienic. (laughs) Wow. As you'd expect, people were absolutely horrified. Not only the act itself, but also the fact that she pr- was decided to proudly share it. One woman made a very valid point, writing, Apart from the fact that this is thoroughly revolting, um, surely everyone knows you use cold water to rinse out blood. I don't know, do you? Uh, that is entry-level laundry washing, people. Everyone should know that. Is it? Is that a thing? 
I don't know. Never heard of that before. I, I don't think I've... I don't remember the last time I've ever had to wash blood out of anything, though, to be honest. Um, other questions were raised, such as, if you've forgotten to pack knickers, surely a new pair would be a lot easier. Um, apparently, me- what, this? What, what else happens in a kettle? Apparently men pee in them. Nobody knows why. Apparently. They don't. Um, okay, this also became apparent thanks to the ensuing Twitter thread that men urinated hotel kittens at kittens. Hotel kettles, despite there being presumably a working toilet nearby. No one pisses in kettles. It's just an urban legend. There was also a warning from an industry insider. One woman replied, My husband is a housekeeper in a hotel. Never use the hotel room kettle. Okay. All right, well, that's a bit of uh, coffee and meme safety information for you there. Right, this is a bit of fun. Um, Spanish police order man who threw a fridge off cliff to drag it back up. Okay, let's see what's going on here. Reciclando. Recycling. Vamos a reciclarla. This man thought he could get rid of a fridge by throwing it off a cliff. But he was found by Spanish police who ordered him to drag it back up. That's hilarious. Why are they blurred it out? Police then posted. Yes, of course, they posted the footage on social media, being sassy little bitches about it. Man was fined forty-five thousand euros. That's an expensive fridge, man. It's an expensive removal service. He was also ordered to dispose of the fridge correctly. Right, I like the music for it. That's a bit fun, isn't it? Guardian getting dialing up the sass. Oh, that's it. There's no, um, there's no more to the story than that. It says a man who joked about recycling as he tipped a fridge off a cliff was made to haul it back up by Spanish authorities, who then shared the footage of his labour on social media. He was fined €45,000 in order to collect the fridge and dispose of it correctly. I think this is fun. I, I think that there should be more things like this. I think there should be more creative... Why, I mean, yeah, forty-five grand fine, that is rough. But I think there should be more creative punishments like this for people more useful punishments there's a kind of a community service um type thing i don't know like maybe if you're a nuisance noisy neighbor maybe the penalty is you've got to go and work with deaf people or something or you know the things the punishments that fit the crime yeah because you know costs a lot of money to keep people in prison and you know it's obviously up for debate whether or not prison makes people better or worse so more creative punishments like this uh, a little less gulag i think might be nice again as i've suggested before if everyone was to just do what i say the whole time look yes some people have likened me to a communist dictator in that respect and there are always going to be naysayers there will always be haters that's what the gulag is for but look if everyone just did what old Rankin said there would be significantly fewer problems in the world i think some maybe some i don't know i don't know anyway this is about as millennial as a news story gets really female jewel thief that's the jewel vaping pen uh thief 23 tried to make getaway in lift car then uber van right okay so that's great so you've got first you've got the jewel the, the classic vape of the millennial, then into a Lyft, and then into an Uber. Um, the whole thing starts on Instagram as well. A Californian woman whose Instagram page is filled with photos chronicling her world travel was arrested this week for the unglamorous crime of stealing a dual vaping device from a Florida gas station, a heist which she first sought to flee in a Lyft car and then an Uber van. According to the investigation, Kate uh, Lamoth, 23, Asked to purchase the jewel device around 11 p.m. Tuesday, um, where she uh, where she was staying uh, at the Exxon in Pinellas Park, where she was staying in a home about three miles from the gas station. Uh, Lamoth, who arrived at the Exxon in a lift car, allegedly took the $42 jewel device from the clerk and bolted from the convenience store. She then attempted to flee in her lift. The driver declined the opportunity to be the getaway driver. Undeterred. Uh, Lamoth called for an Uber and began walking away from the Exxon. When cops arrived, they found Lamoth inside an Uber van in a parking lot adjacent to the gas station. 
Uh, Lamont, who reportedly confessed, was charged with retail theft, a misdemeanor, and booked into the county jail. She was released from custody early Wednesday after her mother posted a $150 bail. Uh, that's not that's not for, uh, she gets a bit pissed off there doesn't she that is going to be a nice shot for her Instagram there the mug shot oh dear so you don't not don't look so good without the face up face tune filter do you <laughs> sorry buddy the uh, moss mug shot would not pass muster on her carefully curated Instagram account which includes photos of her beach ski and European vacations and a private jet trip to Las Vegas in addition to an assortment of contemplative poses, uh, Lamoth's page, which was made private today, also advises visitors to be humble. It looks good on you. <laughs> Humbly steal a jewel to feed your starving children. Starving of the delicious jewel vape. Starving of the vape. That's hilarious. Um, right, look, let's play this Donny bit again. I think for me it's shoe throw of the week. Although, oh God, I don't know. I'm tempted to just go somewhat left field and play this audio remix of Medieval Beating by Donny. What do you reckon? Guys, quickly, let me know. Are there any other suggestions of uh, Shoe Thrower of the Week? Some were saying the record um, that is now in pieces um, from yesterday's ranking re- Rankings Records. Uh, this is um, Thomas Dolby, Hyperactive, uh, with the flip side, Get Out of My Mix special dance version um, that was sort of ritually destroyed uh, on yesterday's show. Clear all that up in a bit. Unbelievable. Um, Yeah, it does look like... Is that the guy that did Weird Science? He, uh... I don't know. Maybe. Anyway, it was fucking dreadful. Um, Yeah, let's have a little nose up on this audio bit then, see see what's going on. Audio remix of Medieval Beating by Donny. I'm sure this will be absolutely fine. Uh, Mitten has suggested that my face is shoe throw of the week. That is lovely stuff. Lovely stuff.
Guys, a reminder, there is brand new Threshold merchandise available. Lobster t-shirts, Threshold FM logo, lobster snips, black t-shirts, white print on black. You've got the Lobster Supreme t-shirts and also black hoodies with white logo printing on them. Uh, half of them are gone already, so get in frick involved. If you're a Patreon supporter, you will have store credit burning a hole in your goddamn ass. So uh, get out there and spend it. Spend, 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 sexy boys. Yeah, whole load going in the post today. Woo! No there. Yeah, man. Uh, might as well call that shoe throw of the week then. I think uh, that is pretty freaking naughty. Audio remix of Medieval Beating by Donny uh, on Donny's latest The Forgotten Tracks album on Barcode. It's all manner of naughty bits on here. There's this current value bit as well. We shall begin. <laughs> yeah, man, uh, that's drill, Donnie and Current Valley. Fucking no, I'm going to get into that later. I'm going to pack myself for a pre-workout, crank that on and go to the gym. Work on exercising my body. Guys, uh, it's the end of the show. It's the end of the week. Um, it's been a big week, episode 200. I've sweated all the way through it all. Um, it's exciting times. Exciting times for Ranking Radio. New season of Ranking Radio starts, basically. The new, next podcast will be up in about 15 or so minutes. Exciting information about that for fans of uh, Jim and um, his £600 life. Um, we are trying to raise money to get him a gastric band. Whether or not we will, I don't know. Apparently he's only got four months to live, according to me. So we'll see. Obviously we've all got to get our shit together for that. But guys, thank you to everyone who is supporting on Patreon. You're all wonderful folks. I will read your names now. Greg Cornford, Oliver Hooper, Tom Ryan, Reese Mosson, Squidgy Beats, Paulie Hutton, Kieran R, Michael Gazitsky, Matty Tompkins, Dave Long, Joel Potter, Carl Murphy, Sam Howard, Tony J, Richard Patterson, Tom Cam, Stephen Harris, Matthew Bullard, Jerome Van Thunderbart, Mike Pye, Lily Unsub, Richard Franks, Thomas Allshow, Ryder, Andrew Heischelbeck, John Finnison, BDR Crew, Peter Blatchford, Austin Grief Cooper, Kennedy Lightfield, James Parry, Hendo by Tendo, Ladies Griffin to Lean, The Menace Underwood, Dan Fucking Morris, Guy with No STDs, Ames MC, Josh Williams, Rob Humphrey, Should Be T, Coco Shiva, Dan Ashton, Tyron Wilmore, Mr. Pope, Dark Guess, Sight on Saturday, Superior Drum and Bass, Nicholas Dorsey, Chris Bates, The Bill, Chris Abartelson, Odin Bates, Lee Follard, Lee, uh, D, Jenna, Jeffrey Flats, it's Matt Wright, Grant Sullivan, Tom Robinson, Dab Smasher, Connor Smythe, Kevin Kaiser, Chris Shaw, Mr. Happy, Cosmic Waft, Meat Loaf, Nick Brock, Sean Simpson, Robin Card, Sam House, Hugh Downer, Sarah Hunt, The Hitch Muffs, Eltec, Wille, Ben Virgo, Dan Tweed, Lupe Zalazar, Big Wodge, My Hill, Mighty Danny, Nick Fleming, Carl Lewis, Gordon and Liz, Kyle Williams, Tom Skipper, unfortunately, it's George DC, Anthony Sharp, Claudio Loveschmere, and Benage. Fine fucking humans, the lot of you. Um, we're almost at 100. A couple of people jumped on yesterday, throwing down the gauntlet. Just, well, I said that I'll start doing whiskey and memes when we get to 100 people on Patreon. So you can go out and sign up for literally a couple of bucks, a couple of bucks a month, uh, if you so wish. Um, guys, have a good weekend. Go out, enjoy yourself, be nice to each other, be nice to yourselves, work out, eat good food, have a good time, make some music, don't make some music, make some art, don't make some art, do whatever you got to do to live a happy and meaningful existence. Look, I love you all. I will see you next Monday. Catch you on the other side of the end of the world. Maybe, maybe I won't see you on Monday. Maybe this is it. If this is it, goodbye. 
It's been emotional. Okay. I love you. See you later.